When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello! Hello, hello. (laughs) And we get more intense each week. I like it, yeah. Eventually, hello! Hello. Turn down your radios. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Deb, what you got? We must all, indeed, all hang together, or, most assuredly, we shall all hang separately. Any guess on together. on who would do it, or who would uh, who would say something like that? We must all indeed hang together, unless. Hmm. I'm thinking that seems like a war era quote. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know the war era. Uh, that would maybe like a Churchill, older, and he's an inventor. Um, Thomas Edison. No, 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 no. Um, no. No, what's his name? Um, <clears throat> the guy from uh, Monticello? Is, is that? That's uh, N- No. What's that? I don't know. Adam? Uh, I can't oh, John, John Adams, you mean? <laughs> no, no, not Adams. Who's who's the, the president from Monticello? Or is that like... I forget. Monticello. Who do you got? It is Benjamin Franklin. That's him. That's yeah. What I was yeah, Benjamin Franklin has my yeah. His house is Monticello, and he has okay. all the inventions and stuff. Oh. And yeah, so uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Edison. I was like, because it's an inventor, but it's but not right. Edison. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Edison wasn't really in wartime, right? Yeah, but yeah, Ben Franklin. You know that obviously. I, we're going to talk about collaborations and and projects working with other people, and that is mm. the most intense version of teamwork and collaboration. Yeah, I was looking. Right. I was looking up. I was looking up quotes for teamwork, and and uh, they're all so corny. I almost did like that. I mean, there's no I in team, <laughs> and just wanted to see how you like. Oh, that's yeah. I, I know. Like, that yeah, one. good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Wow, that one. <laughs> that's that's really there is deep. a me though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, you know, that obviously that's wartime. That's him talking about obviously the American Revolution and states sticking together and everyone not splitting up and fighting the British, but. uh Right. You know, that that can be for normal stuff. It's just saying you're stronger together. Or yeah, yeah you'll get yeah. you'll get picked apart one by one by yourself. Right. Yeah, we can we can hang together or we can hang separate. Like you can do what you want, but we're gonna do better hanging together. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're gonna do better if we hang together. <laughs> it's almost that song, right? <laughs> what I'd like you better Who if we that? slept together? It's so what's the song like from the eighties or something? I'd like you better if we slept together. <laughs> I feel like it's a girl singer, like uh, like the what's it called, the, the cherry bomb, cherry bomb. Like Old Joan that. Jett. 
Yeah, maybe Joan Jett or something. I forget. I feel like it's a girl's voice, but I could be completely wrong. I'm sure someone will <laughs> someone will shout us out. They'll be like, "What are you talking about? It's this song." I think it's a girl's voice. Either like, either we slept together. Either we sleep <laughs> together or sleep alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's always better together. <laughs> it is always better together. Yeah, that's good. I, uh, yeah, I like that quote. I uh, sighed about Joan Jett. Um, used to be my wife's like favorite artist when she was like five. But if you ever listen nice. to Joan Jett, all her lyrics are real dirty, you know. And there's like one like, "I want to be your dog," you know, like really <laughs> dirty. And she would be singing. Yeah. She just thought it's about dogs and stuff, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny, man. That's that's hilarious. Like I can imagine her doing that. <laughs> I want to be your dog. I like, all right, be your dog. Like, oh no, <laughs> you're f- no. But apparently she used to love that album, and I bought it for her on vinyl. So now we we have it. That's that. That's like that. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and and one one day my daughter can sing inappropriate lyrics. <laughs> Pass on the <laughs> the tradition. I I remember I was in middle school, maybe sixth grade, and I think it's the song. I, I think it's old dirty bastard or somebody sings a song that's like oh baby i like it roll oh baby I yeah. like it. is that and and i was like singing that walking down the hallway but i didn't know what it meant <laughs> i was like oh because it, it was like on the radio on the bus or something <laughs> coming to school and uh i remember like an eighth grade girl was like do you even know what that means why are you singing that and i was like uh and then it like dawned on me what it meant i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> i was just like singing it because it was stuck in my head oh baby i like it roll <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh man, I felt like it felt so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it means. I'm a little baby. <laughs> I'm an innocent sixth grader. <laughs> yeah, I I remember a girl said you're a prude, and I didn't. You know, of course I denied it, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I'm not a prude. And maybe the fact that I didn't know what it was maybe proved. But I, hey, what little boys a prude? Like boys will do anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> and how are you going to call a little boy a prude anyway? Like, right. I mean, it was like, it was probably eighth grade. So some, yeah, right. that's like the age when you hear like a rumor that like, oh, someone had sex. You're like, oh my gosh. It, it, so yeah, it begins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> They're experienced. Ooh. That's intense. <laughs> You're a prude. She's a woman You're... now. Look at her. <laughs> She's tainted. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know why I'm drawn to her more now. This is weird. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she seems she's nice now. <laughs> she seems nice. Hello. <laughs> she's It'll friendly. Be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh boy. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a cool quote. It's the most intense version of uh, teamwork you'll ever have. Is yep. We got to fight these guys together, or we'll all be destroyed one by one. Yeah. 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 Uh, what have you been up to, Dev? It's been uh, it's been a little bit since we've uh, been working because we've both been busy and or yeah. working in the shop, I should say. Right. Yeah. Um. Before we start, I want to say what I'm drinking is a margarita, so uh, I yeah. apologize if there's some uh, like clinking and clanking. I usually we usually <laughs> do non non iced and non glass drinks beverages. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so margarita. What's we'll how how mm. are you making your margarita? Well, for one, you, the secret is, folks, is you gotta juice your own limes. You cannot yeah. use the green sour mix. I mean, you can, but it's just—it's a completely it, it, different drink. It, almost, it's, yeah, it's a totally yeah. different drink. It, it, there's a um, obviously a freshness and a, a fruitiness. Well, 
yeah, that you, that you need to get that you need fresh. So you just got to juice a bunch of limes, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. juice. Um, pick a sweetener to throw in there. Oh, okay. So that's either simple sugar, or so simple sugar is just sugar and water and throw it in the microwave, stir it up, and it, it's just a it's like a syrup. Yeah, sim- right? Simple syrup. Yep. Oh, you're right. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and then uh, do your own limes. You need a sweetener, so that's like throwing a couple oranges juiced, or oh. we did pomegranate juice for a while. Nice. So you have these kind of pomegranate margaritas, and they're really good, but we, we kind of overdid them. So we're like, let's just go do standard. And standard, <laughs> since you use, obviously, tequila and orange liqueur, the orange works perfect with it. It doesn't necessarily yeah. stand out, but it's a nice, uh, it's a sweetener. Oh, okay. So you do, so you did lime juice, mm-hmm. simple syrup. No. For the no one syrup. you're drinking, would you do? So you do no lime sh- juice. No sugar. Okay. It's just lime juice, orange juice, uh, orange, orange liqueur, liqueur, and and tequila. Okay, all right. that's it, man. Nice. That's all it takes. It's such a simple drink. Yeah, and then, you know, a little, little salt on the rim if you want, and uh, yeah, I I never really good. I've never made my own margarita. I've drunk, I've I've drank drunk drank a bunch of other people's good margaritas. Mm. Um, there's like summer party margarita, which is everything done in the blender. And with the lime, you know, like the frozen limeade stuff, oh, yeah. and the, you know, you kind of put it all together, and it makes like a nice slushy. You're in the middle of the summer, it's hot. You're drinking it floating on a raft or something. That's <laughs> that's our Lake George drink is margaritas, uh, frozen margaritas. <clears throat> and then Liz, my friend Liz, who is actually in our Smithy Build video helping out, uh, she makes she and Brian, her husband, make a really good margarita, and they do the same thing: juice the limes right then, and uh, and then tequila, and then whatever. Like it's not a very sweet one. Um, so, what do you use? What's like the base? Is it like triple sec or something? Mm-hmm. Tequila triple. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I think that's, yeah, just like tequila triple sec and limes, and then yeah, the, the salt rim and li- limes and and orange. Put put orange in there, or or a fruit okay. for a sweetener. But orange is usually the the other thing in the if there's going to be something, it's orange liqueur and orange juice. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I like just, it. I like it just no. straight like tequila. Triple second and uh, lime juice, Oof, yeah, with the yeah. salt. That's no, good. Yeah. Nice and nice and tart. <clears throat> oh yeah, yep. But. Well, I am drinking. Uh, well, so earlier I'll tell you what I was drinking earlier, and I'll tell you what I was drinking right now. So earlier I was drinking Natty Bo mm-hmm. for our for our friends listening who are not from Baltimore. That's National <laughs> Bohemian Beer, Natty Bo, which is a good Baltimore beer brewed since eighteen whatever something eighteen fifty eighteen eighty five. Um, first brewed in 1885 and, uh, earlier I just in a, in a pint glass, I'll, I'll usually squeeze a couple limes or just Mm. squirt some lime juice or put a dash of orange juice or lemonade or something in the bottom. And then, so I'm almost like making a shandy, but not nearly the same proportions as like a shandy. So, and, uh, and that makes it so much better. Like I always do, like I always do a lime or something, throw it into the can. And so right now I'm just drinking. Just straight Natty Bo. <laughs> oh, man. From the can right here in front of it's me. It's hard to go down from that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, yeah the... but it's just a good staple. You know, it's a good, easy drinking beer. And just it's oh, what yeah. I had in the fridge. I actually it's, have it's, other beers in the yeah, fridge, too. But... It's our local cheap beer. Yeah. So yeah. if you ever have it and you hear us like, oh, they talked about this great beer from Baltimore, you probably, it's just a kind of light ish style, like anything. 
Yeah. But yeah. you kind of get used to the taste if you're just like any state. Everyone has their kind of right. cheap, yeah. cheaper local yeah. local beer. PBR or, you know, Milwaukee, right. Milwaukee's mm. Best, whatever it is, wherever you are, it's like <laughs> right. the cheap, the local beer that's that's not just Bud Light or Coors Light or Miller Light, you know. But you can mm. get a 30-pack for like 20 bucks. Fi- 15 to $20. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we did last night. We we uh, we raced uh, our sailboat, and um, one of our crew members, Kim, brought a thirty pack of Natty Bow. She ended up leaving a little bit early, so I took the uh, the additional. I think it was like five or six left in the box um, from the 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 crew. We have uh, what is it? Five, four, five, six of us between a thirty pack. Not bad. There you go. Um, yeah. So I was. I've been. Oh, I just went up and uh, met. Uh, my best friend he just had a a little son, a little baby mm. boy. So we went up there and met little, um, little junior, little junior, and that that was real nice. Aww. We we ate outside. We brought him some pizza and some lasagna they can freeze that uh, my wife made for him. And nice, yeah, it was uh, it was real nice. And we, you know, had my daughter there and everyone. She was real curious looking at the baby and <laughs> and i was like for once she's not the smallest or the, like this is the uh, i was thinking this is the only time she's ever looked big to me ne- <laughs> yeah next right. next to a one month old you know look at this giant yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like, wow she's, a, she's big but uh th- that was really nice and um yeah i've been editing we're, we're i'm editing the uh i guess we haven't really talked about it or maybe we no. did. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember if we did or not. I don't the, think the, we we may have mentioned it to Tim last week. <clears throat> okay, yeah, the, the the shop elf she she wanted an axe, so Dustin yeah. made a or or hung a nice um what kind of plum boys It's a plum yeah, plum national uh hatchet. Plum yeah. national pattern scout hatchet. And made a uh made a Osage orange handle from yeah. from uh, uh, his wonkiest stave. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Hopefully people don't get too yeah. pissed. Like, oh, man, I, I would kill for a stave. You know, people are paying like 100 bucks for it, and he just chops it in half. But <laughs> Makes an axe handle out of it. <laughs> it's, a, it's perfect axe handle stuff. Yeah, but, uh, it is. It's going to make two more great hatchet handles, too. So, so, so I've been editing that, and uh, maybe I'll be able to get it done by Sunday. I'm not sure, but it's, it's going well. And I've been nice. yeah, working, doing the baseball games, and riding around in my truck and having yeah having enjoying the new truck oh yeah all this, sorry. <laughs> so people or maybe you didn't listen listen last week anyway i got a, a f-150 2012 nice full-size truck I'm, I'm loving it but right after i bought you know a, a gas guzzler yeah the whole pipeline thing yeah right exactly <laughs> where gas is gonna skyrocket you can't get gas i was like of course now you're i got this guzzler. truck that i can only get you know like 16 miles a gallon like man <laughs> yeah of course yeah. that would happen yeah nah, what are you gonna do yeah that's that's funny that's yeah it is sweet though man you came over and i checked out it was nice that's real nice yeah thank you yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's fun i got a few things i gotta get for it and a couple things and um i mounted the uh little phone holder on the thing which, which is nice, nice which oh here, here's a free here's a free <laughs> recommendation if you Obviously, if it's a new vehicle, you just have your center, center display, and you don't need it. Well, you still probably need your phone holder to keep it near you. But anyway, yeah. there's – I forget the name. Maybe I'll – we can put it in the link below or something, or I'll tell you next week. Just look for a phone holder that has an automatic clamp um, on the back of it. The second you put your phone into it, it's springed to clamp down on your phone. Right. 
Yeah. So you don't have to like grab it with two hands and put anything. You just press it against the thing. And it goes click. Yeah. And to oh, to take the phone off, you push the buttons together. So that's one handed too, just to take it off. But to, so you're so you're as you're releasing it, you're also preparing it to clamp down for next time, right? Ah, nice. So it's just a really, it's like the best phone holder I've ever. It, it works great, and it's got like a telescoping arm, so it can kind of turn and be and stretch and, and go low oh, or high. Cool. It, it's wherever you want it to be. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, we have the um, the magnet version. Mm-hmm. It just has like the round magnet, which is actually really nice too. Yeah, because like, and that actually, mm-hmm. it's it worked really well. I mean, I recently got a new phone and have a new phone case, and I don't have my magnet anymore. So, uh, I think they come with a couple magnets, but it it and ours was like a suction onto the dash, which worked okay right. as well for a while, and then it started to come loose a little bit, and we probably there it comes with like a little bit of an adhesive thing that you could put on, but we didn't really want to do that. So yeah, I did the I stopped using it. I did the adhesive thing. Yeah, yeah, we we considered it, and we may have we may have still done it, but uh, Nicole yeah. drives it most often, and she doesn't care. And so, I I do like when when I'm driving and I'm like traveling somewhere, and there's directions. I like to be able to see the map. Yeah. Um, as opposed to having someone direct me, being like, "All right, oh yeah, you know, I hate that. You're yeah. coming up. You got to turn. Coming up. Well, like, I no. I'm a visual person, so I want to be able me to too. see it. Like, I want to see right. like how close I'm getting to it. So right. I like being able to see it. So. I usually end up, you know, if I know I'm coming up close to something, I'll just kind of grab my phone and put it in my lap, and I'll kind of mm-hmm. hold it up and look at it occasionally. But I did like having the hold the holder up there, so I could actually see it right there. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, have, well, what have you been up to? Um, as far as my truck is going, my new truck, oh, I yeah. still don't have it. <laughs> oh. Still, still don't have it because uh, we're still waiting on the title to come from the MVA. Um, so the they you know couldn't find the original title or whatever so they're having it uh you know ordered a new one and we we're waiting for that usually it's like three to five days which would have been from last sunday so now it's been let's see that was that was like a week and a couple of days ago <laughs> <laughs> um and now they're i guess you know they said it could have been anywhere up to like like three to five days but depending on the you know post and whatnot it could be a week week and a half so uh, Troy, who is the guy I'm buying it from, he and his girlfriend are up at a wedding in New York, and they'll be back on Saturday. So, hopefully, when they get back, Damn. it'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'll get it. So, but I'm borrowing Dad's truck for the meantime, so <laughs> I'm not worried about my truck breaking down somewhere between here and work. <laughs> right. It's sad to be like put it aside. I love that truck, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. So we're almost there. I'm waiting on it. <clears throat> Other All than right. that, um, I uh, I I think I talked. Did I talk about the? Uh, the axe that I stole from, I think I did, uh, from our, uh, from the boat yard. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. Yeah, so, so the, may, the, uh, the boat yard that hosts, I think I may have, yeah, the boat yard that hosts us, uh, the uh, North Point Sailing Association, what we race with on Wednesdays, um, the, after, I guess it was last week's race, or there was, we the race got canceled last week because it was super, super high winds. It was like gusts of up above 30, which is really too much for just recreational racing. Um, so we had we do a once a month first week in, first week of the month we do a uh, a cookout amongst the the um, uh, you know amongst the sailing association everybody comes in we do a cookout we you know it's all paid for by our dues and stuff from each year so the cookout night was anyway so we we skipped the race and we all did the cookout and after a while I'm standing there and I look over and I just see a um, an axe on this kind of broken chipped out handle leaning against the outside of 
the boathouse. Now the boathouse is like decked out with like some, you know, some antique stuff on the walls and stuff. So it's, you know, it's our clubhouse is kind of, it has that kind of look, you know? And so yeah. at first I didn't, I didn't think about it right away because it was this kind of grayish handle. And I was like, oh, that's just some weathered wood. And then I realized it was an ax handle. So I went over and looked at it and sure enough, it was a, it was an ax. It was a uh, craftsman, um, <clears throat> a, uh, a Michigan pattern craftsman axe, full size on like, you know, a broken handle basically. So I, mm -hmm. I was looking around for, um, the owner of our, uh, of our Marina, Aunt Seward, Steward, Aunt Steward, Stewart, Aunt Stewart, Stewart. I can't remember his last name off the top of my head, <laughs> <laughs> but Aunt, his, uh, it's his, so I was looking around for it and I didn't see it. So I just grabbed it and threw it in the back of my truck with the intention to like take it and restore it and bring it back. And I was like, Oh, that'd be kind of funny if I just bring it back, like restored and perfect and just lean it back where it was like mm -hmm. all sharpened and clean and done. And also I did end up seeing, I found him later. So I let him know what I was doing, but uh, I did, I did work on that. So I got the head all restored and cleaned up and sharpened. That's ready to go. I need to put it on a handle now, but, uh, <laughs> but if he's that like, was, that was fun. That was my <laughs> grandfather's. Like, <laughs> I didn't want anything. You cut oh, his hand. The can he he made that handle by himself. I said by hand. No, yeah. I, like, look, like it's said, brand I, new and cleaned up. Like, nah. What are you doing? No, I did. Uh, like I said, I I did talk to him beforehand, and then I actually posted a picture on Instagram. So you guys may have seen it already, but uh, I posted the picture, and he actually commented on it on Facebook and was like, "That's my old rusty axe. That's crazy." So kind <laughs> of fun. So that would be that was fun. Got down the I, shop I, and did that. I took that old rocking chair you had and put a nice fresh, fresh uh, coat of paint on it. Looks much better now. <laughs> yeah, now it's usable. What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And uh, yesterday I worked with one of the most annoying materials I've ever worked with. <laughs> I uh, so on our boat we have uh, there's the outside of the boat where the lifelines are. If you ever been on a sailboat, there's just like um, metal posts and then and then between each of the metal posts there's a cable like you know a plastic wrapped cable that's called lifelines and those are instead of having like walls on the side of a fishing boat you have like the actual <laughs> sides of the boat in a sailboat you have lifelines um so that way you can kind of you know you can lean out real far and stuff on each side um and so then inside the lifelines there's like a little step up where the cabin is under underneath the boat and on the top of that step which is maybe you know three inches on the top of it there's a what used to be a wooden rail all along the whole side that's like a handrail that you can hold on it's flush with the level of the step but it's a handrail that so it gives you something to kind of hold on to you can hold on the lifeline you can hold on that handrail when you move forward and back well, when we got the boat it was pretty much like gone worn out so we um so it, you know it it lasted a season, but then it was starting to come apart and chip and splinter and stuff. So we took it off completely and then we replaced it with a plastic rail. Hmm. But so we bought this chunk of plastic and I don't remember off the top of my head what type uh. of material it was specific, but it's a, it was like three and a half inches wide by an inch thick by 12 feet long. Cause each piece was like 11 feet, three inches. Hmm. Um, and it's fine material. It's soft. It's easy to work, but it's, it's almost too soft. Like I had to rip it on the table saw and it has, it's like, a, uh, it has a taper on one side. So it's a rectangle. We each, each piece is a, an inch and five eighths wide by an inch tall. Cause I ripped it down the middle. So I had to rip it in two. And then, um, and then it has like across the top, it tapers down from the top down to the outside. So it's like a rectangle with a curve on one corner. Um, so when I cut it, instead of cutting instead of ripping it in two and then trying to cut that taper on the one side i 
left it wide and I cut the taper on both sides before I cut it. So I cut it on, you know, on both sides of the three and a half inch piece of material. Yeah. And because it's so long and it's so flexible, I had Corinne helping me from behind. She was like, you know, holding that end, but then trying to put it into my table saw, which is just a portable table saw. So it's not like it doesn't have a big outfeed table or anything and trying to keep it straight and any little bump it would like, you know, gouge into it and stuff. It was like, oh, so annoying to work. Mm. It was too soft, too flexible. And then on top of all that, so then I was like hand planing areas down to get it rounded over instead of just like a single taper and after I cut it in half, which worked fine. Then, uh, I had to like just on my work table. I had I was working for a while, and then I realized it was getting all dirty because I had I was like sanding it, and the extra texture was just like holding any dirt, and I like couldn't get it off. And it was like mm. I was getting so frustrated, like this stuff. And any like sanding or cutting, it just made all this like the tiny just sawdust, but plastic dust like, all over the place. I was like, ugh, so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but. In the end, it actually worked out really well. We took it down and I actually drilled all the holes. I had like, uh, you know, an assortment of holes along along it, holding it on that had to be um, countersunk on both sides because on the bottom it was like a screw with a or like a nut against the deck with a maybe a you know three quarter inch screw coming out of it, and then that would go through the hole. And then on top there was basically like a post with a, a wide flat head that would would screw down around that. Um, yeah. So the hole had to be bigger than the threads, and it had to be countersunk on both sides. And but we got it done, and it looks really good. Yeah. So, well, there you so go. That's that. But it was very annoying to work with, very frustrating. <laughs> Just kept getting dirty. <laughs> I eventually had to like clear it off my table. I and I used my nice uh, craft paper roll and rolled out the sheet of Ooh. craft paper, so it was nice and clean. And nice. Know, I was like, Ooh. <laughs> it's coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well. Um. So yeah. yeah. Let's move on to the the main topic. We're going to have a, a little bit of a shorter one today, yep. folks. We've got, we've got some other stuff to do. Um, but as always, we use the majority of the time talking about quotes and whatever before we get on to our main <laughs> yeah. subject. Yeah, that's, that's, I love that about the po- this podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah kinda, no, I, people's looking to like, you know, a little behind the scenes. What's going on in our lives? Yeah. Um, yeah. So collaborations. You want to talk about yeah. some of those ones we have coming up? Ones we've worked on, and uh, apparently you have a, a surprise collaboration I don't know about yet. So I do, yeah. As of yesterday, <clears throat> so I, uh, yeah, we think Wrangler about Star. We do. Wrangler Star wants you to make an axe for him. Got it. <laughs> I think he can make his own axes, <laughs> <laughs> but he wants one from you. That's how impressed oh. he is. Oh, okay, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's like when when uh, Chris Killinger reached out, or when he like commented on one of our videos, was like, "That's a really good axe handle." I was like, "Oh, you know, he's like someone I looked up to as like he makes, you know, he makes and produces axe handles, you know." So it's like if he says they're good, I'm like, "All right, nice. That's coming from the top." Yeah, well, that's that's another guy we need on the yeah. on the Buck and podcast. Billy Ray. He uses uh, he uses them. He uses uh, nice. Killinger handles and stuff. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, so with cal- collaborations. Um, the one we were thinking about to talk about specifically was our is our collaboration with Alex from the YouTube channel Outdoors Fifty Five, um, and so we reached out to him. I guess what was it? The beginning of last year? Maybe even uh, yeah, it was. It's the beginning Maybe. of twenty twenty. Oh it yeah, wasn't the beginning yeah. of this year. It's the beginning of twenty twenty. It's the beginning because, of pandemic. Right, because for Christmas in twenty nineteen, you got for me and Drew and Derek and my dad, our dad. Uh, boxes of machetes 
yeah <laughs> surplus machetes yeah. which is awesome you know, like this christmas you open up a box it's just full of machetes all different types <laughs> we're like yeah it's the greatest christmas gift ever for boys yeah. <laughs> like yeah so um so we had these machetes and we had this idea to like make a sword or something make something out of the machete um right. and i think i think you had the idea like let's what if we make something fun and what if we do like an exchange so who, who can we reach out to so reached out to Alex from Outdoors 55 because he's local here. He's or kind of relatively local to us. Yeah, we're here local. in Northern Maryland and he's in Southern PA. So we're, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour apart. And we'd been meaning to get together just to meet each other. Cause we've been commenting on each other's channels and stuff for a long time. And, um, so we reached out to him and, and he was on board. He's like, that sounds cool. So we, so we did go up right at the beginning of the pandemic, which would have been, I guess we went up in like March, because, like, as we were getting ready, it was, like, right when the pandemic was start, starting. And so we had this idea that, you know, we would do the collab and then we did do an exchange at the end. And we'd, we'd be wearing, like, full, like, painter's suits or, like, full, like, you know, uh, whatever it like is. Like a pandemic, like, yeah. yeah like, contamination suits and stuff. So, and then, know, or, like, a wall between us and doing, like, and then, and, and then it got slightly <laughs> serious and we said, oh, this pandemic thing is not going away. Maybe we shouldn't right, yeah. make maybe we shouldn't make light of it. <laughs> so we did. So we started our build shortly after that. So we probably started it in March. Mm -hmm. um, we filmed it and did the whole thing. If you guys have seen it, you know we take a machete, uh, cut the handle off of it, and then we're we're left with just the blank piece of steel. And from there, I did some designs and we we made it into a pirate saber. So ground it to the right shape. You know, did the bevels. Um, ground down the tang and put on a wooden a, a, a oak and symbol what we used uh, is like a frost fossil bronze symbol the metal in the handle and then made it made use that same material to make a guard and then took an old um an old uh, bolt that i had this big bolt in my scrap mm -hmm. steel bin and yeah. made a pommel out of it um and that was the collaboration so we did that in in march uh, with the intent that we would both do it. And like when we exchanged it with him, he actually started right away and sent some pictures and stuff and was like, you know, I'm working on this. And he, he messaged me a couple of times. He's like, I'm grinding days. Like I'm grinding down too much. I'm going to end up like having a, like uh, a knife like a to knife exchange for a sword. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and then in the pandemic and, you know, it just happened that like he didn't have any time. And if you guys know outdoors 55 and you follow his channel, you know that he's been, fairly MIA for quite a while uh, right. just because of w life hit. And, you know, it's just his situation. He didn't have time to do yeah. video stuff, which is perfectly fine. But the thing about the collaboration, which was great is that we actually got to go up and meet him and exchange the machetes and hang out and talk knives and hang out in the shop and talk life and, yeah. and just get that next level of community, like the maker community, you know, that's like, there are other people out there doing the same thing we're doing and we're all, you know, we all have the same like concerns, and you know, we've had that same yeah. thing talking to it's different like, YouTubers. It's like going up to channel. it's like going up to Slaysman Forge, yeah, and uh, right. talking to him. It's so it's so nice just to get together with people, and, right. uh, and now even more so. We obviously feel that through this pandemic, but man, it's right. yeah. that's why I'm I'm excited to go to uh, the Maker thing up in New York and a Maker bunch camp, of other yeah. things because I we we want to meet people and and talk these things and and just hang out with like-minded people it's uh yeah it's really nice yeah so yeah we um yeah it's so yeah it was just great to be able to do that and that was like the best part of that so we did end up putting out that video i think in october um 
you know, after a couple of discussions with Alex, the idea was that we would both do it and then we'd wait and we'd film like an, an ending thing where we exchange them and then we both put on our videos, mm. um, which, you know, which we'll still do if when, you know, if and when Alex gets a chance to do it, if he does, that's great. If he doesn't, that's fine, too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, that was a super fun build. I, I, as I was watching it, I was like, I was rewatching it and thinking, um, when I made the pommel out of that bolt, it, something dawned on me about that build that we never really talked about. And I think I never really thought about it too much before, but everything in that build was made from something else. So the main sword blade was made out of a machete. The guard was made out of an old symbol yeah and the pommel was made out of an old bolt so it was like <laughs> it was like this like you know re remaking reusing recycling build yeah to make a new sword which turned out great and i we, it's funny i never thought about it during yeah that, you know, it was that, like, could, that could have been a good angle too yeah right exactly something yeah yeah pirate sword from scraps a sword you know, made out of this pile of trash <laughs> yeah exactly and we know those do well because we see them all the time and <laughs> people are like yeah what can i make out of this out of nothing you know right. yeah so that was that was uh that was fun that was a cool collaboration um yeah. We have a another collaboration which we're currently working on, and we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, and this will be our next video we're working on, which is the uh, the Gyoto knife build off. Now, we're doing this with a bunch of other uh, knife makers um, and YouTubers. Uh, we have, let's see, I want to see. You try to try to find the whole list. Yeah. Uh, so we have. Uh, Aaron from Alien Knives, mm-hmm. he and Dennis from Tyrone Knife Works. I think it was kind of their main idea, and they started reaching out to people. Then it's Brian House from Housework on YouTube and from the Work For It podcast. Um, Eric from the River's Edge Experience. Uh, we have James Keaton from Redbeard Ops, who we've had on the on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Keaton from Faraway Forge. We have. Raphael from Cerber Knives. We have Steve from Green Beetle on YouTube. And we also have, hold on one second. Um, I want to see where, like I'm looking at stuff, but I, not from a list. Um, we also have, um, I'm just trying to find his actual name. We have Blackbeard, um, Blackbeard Works. Blackbeard, I'm trying to think, I don't know why I can't remember his name off the top. His, uh, yeah, that's him on, on YouTube. Yeah, but Blackbeard on YouTube, so. He's he's our he's our big our biggest uh, YouTuber, um, and then you know we have a good selection of a whole wide range of people. And the great thing about this is that it, the idea was like, all right, well let's do this, um, let's do this challenge. You know, we got invited. They reached out, hey, you want to see if you want to do this challenge with us? This kind of YouTubers will all make videos of making these knives, and we'll let the viewers choose who they think is the best. It was great, awesome. But yeah. what's come out of this? is more of a collaboration than a challenge. It's like, hey, we're a whole bunch of knife makers who love making knives. Let's all get together and make the same knife, and we'll chat about it all the time. So now we're like, there's <laughs> right. all these, like, just, like, all the way through this this whole this whole process of back in January or February until the videos come out, which will be in June. Um, we've all just been chatting and showing pictures and getting to know each other and giving each other advice and stuff, and it's just super cool. It's like Blackbeard Project. Sorry, that's his name. Blackbeard Projects. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, 
yeah he so yeah it's just been it's been really cool to be able to have that um have that experience and meet all these guys and chat and stuff and and you know just know just meet new people it's really cool and and i think it's something that we'll do again in the future they're going to do different builds and different challenges and so there'll be different people invited at different times so it's just a really cool way to just just build out the community in that collaboration yeah i'm excited to work with all those people and and um, I was also, we talked about before, maybe starting up our own Discord so we can talk to everyone else too, all like podcast listeners and people in the channel. And if, if people make stuff and they want to reach out to us or we want to learn some stuff from them, because obviously there's a lot of awesome makers out there that don't have YouTube or don't have that type of stuff. They just sit at home and make amazing things <laughs> that no one sees. Yeah. Right, so it's exactly. maybe start a Discord where we all can get together and and just have show our projects and share our stuff so they can we can have that part of of the community too not necessarily just people that are in front of the camera but everybody right yeah yeah it's yeah it's awesome yeah. um so i was and i was just looking through um the dates were actually so um may 21st the challenge video will be posted that's when they're going to post a video about like well i guess we'll maybe post a video about the challenge and then uh, June first, the videos need to be done. Dev. All right. Let's so do it. yeah, we're on. Yeah, what are we at? Thirteenth right now. So yeah, we'll spend a couple of days. We'll make it, and then uh, yeah, should be good. Yeah, man. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's cool. And so uh, the this the sorry. Okay. The surprise. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm reading this thing as we're done. I got to put that away. <laughs> I'm like looking more into it. I'm getting into what's happening. Um, yes. So the surprise uh, um, collaboration is that uh, Ben Butler from yeah. the Work For It podcast reached mm-hmm. out to me on Instagram. Cool. Uh, and he said, so hold on one second. Uh, come on. I want to get back to it so I can actually see his actual message. Go back to home. Here oh, we go. Okay. Boy. All right. All right. Sorry. You know, doing a lot of stuff on you the get, phone. You got to screenshot these things. That's what yeah, I Yeah, right. <laughs> so he was listening to episode 42, which was two episodes ago, and we were talking about the Smithy. And uh, we mentioned in that episode of the podcast that we thought about doing the sign, the Sadie Smithy sign. Mm. We were yeah. just kind of talking about it and kind of brainstorming it as a thing. So he reached out and he said that he would be, if we were interested, he would be honored to make the sign for us. Mm. Um, so I was like, that's awesome. You know, he said he's, he's got a CMC machine, which he's been loving making. And if you guys don't know Ben Butler, you can check him out on Instagram. Um, Ben Butler on Instagram and also find him on the work for it podcast with Brian house. They do an awesome podcast together. Um, so listen to him there as well. Um, so he said, you know, he's basically wanted to figure out what we wanted to do. If we wanted to do a metal sign that was different, but he'd be happy to do like a wooden sign, something like that. So I told him I was like definitely interested um, but what I told him as well is that I want to reach out to Mike Hawkins, who had the idea of the name uh, Sadie Smithy, and get his input too. So yeah. we can do this kind of we can do a design collaboration between the three of us, come up with a design, and then send it over to Brian, and Brian will make us the sign for the Smithy. Brian so, or or sorry Ben, Ben yeah Ben Butler. We'll send it over to Ben, and Ben will make it. Uh, in his shop, which is super cool. cool. So, so yeah, I let him know that we'd reach out, you know, you and I would talk, we'd reach out to Mike Hawkins and then, you know, Ben can send some ideas and we can all kind of collab on this design. And then that way we'll have the design hanging there. And it's a little bit of everyone, you know, Mike Hawkins who came up with the name, 
R. Smithy and uh, Ben Butler with the CNC machine. And it's funny, his uh, his thing was, um, he sent a message back saying, it's like, what do you say? Oh, he said something with a nod to the old school immediately comes to mind, but I'm also tempting to add some color with a little epoxy. And then in parentheses, he said, because you know it's impossible to be a woodworker these days without epoxy. Right. <laughs> Are we going like, to put a, a river through it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a river sign. It's, like, right. it's impossible. I thought it was really funny. You put a little like smiling face, laughing cool. face after it. But no, that's yeah. great. That that'll be that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, that'd be super cool. So that's that's our uh, that's our our newest collab in the works oh. as of yesterday. Cool. Right on. That'd be good. Yeah. So uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So we're excited. Sweet. All right, we're going to wrap it up a little bit early, like Devin said, just because we've got stuff to do. So, uh, Dev, do you have a recommendation this week? Yeah. Now I'm going to have to pull mine up after I... Uh, <laughs> here we go. See, I but I, screen, I, I screenshotted it. So uh, I, I screenshotted my recommendation. Too. <laughs> okay. I just didn't know I was going to be doing all this other stuff on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I've been watching... I, here, I've been watching clips of... Tales from the Tour Bus, which is by the, um, well, it's it's tales of music and bands and famous uh, musicians. They're they're like funniest stories, right? Okay. And or not not necessarily funny stories, but just these stories. And Mike yeah. Judge, who did Beavis and Butthead and King of the Hill, he narrates it, and he they his company or him, you know, animates it. Oh, so you, oh, you yeah, have gotcha. you have great. I think the whole first season was like country, and then the second season was all like funk, black artists. I don't know if that was the like maybe he went too far on one side or he just like does genres. You know, like the right. first is country, the second one seems to be like eighties funk, and like he does one on Prince, he does one on Funkadelic, which of course they've got nice awesome <laughs> stories because they're all on drugs the whole time and they do yeah, these. Right. You know, um. But the one with awesome illustrations. It, with Prince is hilarious, and it's it's <laughs> yeah, and it's all Mike Judge animation, which is r- great. It's great, great animation, funny. You know, nice. I mean, it's King of the Hill, King of the Hill and Beavis and Butthead. Like, come on, yeah, two, right. two of the funniest <laughs> animated shows ever. So um, that's sweet. Anyway, I think they only. I don't know if they've done more than two seasons. Okay, but there's two seasons, and uh, I've been watching a lot of the clips on YouTube, and I, I want to watch. It's just great. I mean, it's both things I like, you know, stories about music and musicians and then cool animation, and it's really, really cool. So you're finding it on YouTube how? You're searching yeah, Tales I've, from the I've, Tour Bus? Yeah, yeah, just do Tales from the Tour Bus on YouTube, or right on. I think it's on, like, so I've just watched, like, all the clips, as many as I could. Right. In little two, three-minute things, but they're all good, like, individual stories. So I'm not sure what channel. It's, like, Showtime or something weird. Right. Something that I don't really want to subscribe to. You know, it's like right, exactly. maybe I'll do the yeah, trial. But yeah. <laughs> to watch the two seasons. Yeah. But just look that up on YouTube and there's so many good stories about funk bands and country bands and Willie Nelson and Prince and Rick James and nice. Funkadelic and, and all this this great stuff. That's awesome. That reminds me of that, that show that was on for a while. I forget what, what channel it was on, but you know, ten years ago or so or whatever it was, there was like animated uh animals animated with like doing uh they had people's recorded voices saying things and then they animated animals saying them 
<laughs> and like so it'd be like a scene with like three or four animals you know like like three elephants and they'd all be they'd all be talking from this recorded audio from something else completely from people talking about love or like people talking about you know family and stuff and then they would like have the animals doing it, it was, i can imagine like so i had that in my head for what you're talking about like having this animated yeah. scene of people doing stuff yeah it's, it's great cool. Cool. My recommendation this week is uh, Dave Franz on Instagram. Dave Franz is a blacksmith, and um, he. Uh, so I think I was talking last week about the May May for Makers twenty twenty one that I was I've been yeah. doing some stuff yeah. with, and I've missed mm-hmm. a couple of days, and I'll try to I'll try to put some here and there, and I'm actually going to put out today. After this, I'm going to go get a good picture of the uh, the sword build because today. I think it's today, right? Yeah, 23 hours ago. Maybe this was yesterday. Day 12. Yesterday was day 12, which was mm. crazy build time. So, like, crazy things you built. So, I'm actually going to put a build of the uh, of the sword because I think it was kind the of picture. a fun yeah. and crazy build. Nice. Um, but what he posted today is what I want to what I want to recommend. You can check him out on Instagram. It's uh, at Dave, D-A-V-E underscore Franz, which is F-R-A-N-T-Z. And I'll put that into the show notes. Um, but he posted for his crazy build. He has the the dual forge cart that he built. He's been working on it. He's been working on it for about six months. Now, this forge cart is a, a cart on wheels. It's probably about three feet wide by two feet deep. On the right side, the right one f- foot of it is a propane forge yeah. uh, front to back. And on the left side, the, the remaining two feet square is a coal forge so he has a coal forge and a propane forge on one cart and he has like a hood built over top of the coal portion of it um it has like a a leg that's coming out 45 degrees or so from from a a support down below that's holding a hand crank blower for the coal forge that's attached to it that's welded on it's so cool it's like (laughs) the coolest like forge cart that i've seen and all it's like perfectly big enough to do anything you want you know the forge he has on there's like a two burner chili forge so it's kind of long you know it's probably the full two feet and uh and then the coal forge right on top it's got a little shelf below got casters on the bottom it's so sweet. I was like, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, damn, that's so cool. <laughs> but, uh, nice. yeah, so that's sweet. It's pretty sweet. So check out Dave Franz on uh, Instagram, Dave underscore Franz. Cool. He's a good dude. He was actually, uh, and he's he's right up in Harrisburg, PA. He was up at the uh, the, the Blackthorn Hammerin', Maker Hammerin'. So right up, on. Yeah, so Maker Camp up the Blackthorn, they do other make, they do other stuff, but they do, they've do they done a couple Hammerins now this year, so. Maybe we'll go to a, go up to a hammer in for a day or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a little bit of a long drive for us from down here in Maryland, but you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, we'll definitely have to make a weekend hours, out of hang it. Out. Yeah, right. So cool. All right, man. Well, we're gonna end it here. So thank you guys all for listening. It's been fun. Um, we will uh, we have some more guests line up coming up, some fun stuff, and uh, we'll we'll reach out. And if anybody's interested in joining us on the podcast, you can always reach out as well. Send me a DM, send us an email at the art of craftsmanship, um, the art of craftsmanship at gmail.com or at the art of craftsmanship on Instagram. Um, if you want to hang out with us and chat, and you got some cool stuff to chat about, let us know, and uh, we'd love to talk to some new people. I saw. Uh, uh, What's it? AA Forge was on with uh, JD Knives on Instagram. I popped into their Instagram live a couple nights ago. That was kind of oh, cool, cool talking to them. And and JD sent me a message afterward. And he said he was he was excited to have me on because I was one of the people that he watched a lot of in the beginning when he started making knives two years ago. He said us and uh, Simple Little Life. I was yeah, like, hell right yeah, on. that's that's a good company right there. 
So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, the longer we go, that like the more we're influencing like new makers, which is just super cool. I love it. It's great. We're getting old. Yeah, right. Oh, you guys have been around forever. You're the old school guys now. Yeah. yeah. A, <laughs> a, a four-year-old channel. Whew, man. It's <laughs> no joke. <laughs> He's like, he said he had a YouTube channel, so I told him I'd check it out. He was like, it's not very much. He's like, I don't do much on it, but, you know, I appreciate it, so. Right all right, guys, that's it. Thank you guys all so much for listening. Um, you know, you can always find us, The Art of Craftsmanship, on YouTube. You can uh, go over and follow both of us, the Art of Craftsmanship, at The Art of Craftsmanship and at The Art of Camera Guy on Instagram. And if you want to support our channel and our podcast and all the stuff that we do and all the content we put out because we love doing it, um, you can go over to Patreon and support us there. Uh, patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship and you can also just share this uh this podcast and tell your friends about it and that's that is super beneficial too listen and Mm -hmm. let us know what you think all right thank you guys all so much it's been a blast and we'll talk to you next time when you visit arizona time is measured in moments not minutes Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.